the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. It is the Friday edition of The Ride Home, and we are happy that you are aboard. Thanks so much for coming along. Uh, thank you, everybody, Kath, I should say, to everyone who was part of our recent uh, campaign, our cross-international yep. campaign. But we are live and local back with our regular Friday show and all the accoutrements. Mm-hmm. We're looking are, forward to a mm-hmm. terrific show today, John. At least mm-hmm. I am. I shouldn't yeah. say we. Are you looking forward to a great show? Count me in, Kath. Good. Be kidding me. That's what I want to hear. Right? Yeah. The heck? Uh, yeah. It's a big night in Pittsburgh. Uh, Taylor Swift is in town, eh? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your level of interest on a scale of one to ten? Ten uh, the most, one zero. I mean, I'm, I think I'm a solid five. Solid five. I think yeah. I'm a, I might be a six. Huh. I might be a six. I mean, if someone gave me tickets, I'd go. Well, no one's going to give you tickets. Well, what are you... Who's going to give you, you tickets? Are, They're you going are, for like $21,000 or something. I'm just saying that if somebody was going to... Then I would say yes. Hey, like in I, case there's a listener out there saying, "I've got a couple." I got it. And I wonder if Kathy Evans would want to go. I what think the, the answer is yes. Think so I don't. I mean, I think the odds of that happening are pretty low. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. The odds of that happening are pretty low, aren't they? Right. Mm-hmm. I have zero interest. I, I would yeah. not know. I would not know Taylor Swift if I fell over her at Heinz Field. You wouldn't even know who, who she. You don't even know who she looks like. I have an idea what she looks like. What do you mean you have an idea? She's like. The most famous woman in America. I have an idea. I mean, but if, if she was like at the mall and walking towards me or something like that, I might be hard pressed. Really? Just saying. Okay. Right. Well, that's that's amazing. Now, if Wham was walking towards me, <laughs> I would be right on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. If I saw Wham, uh-huh. mm-hmm. they're not all living. So no. you. But be Gino Vanelli. If I saw Gino Vanelli, he was just in Pittsburgh uh, like uh, a month was ago. He? Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You missed that concert? Uh, I'm not a fan. Coming up uh, on today's show in the five o'clock hour, we're going to be talking with Selena Zito about a, a curious thing that's happened in the Democratic Party. We're mm. going to look at politics, which is something we don't do a whole lot. But uh, Selena's written an, an interesting piece about the Democratic Party kind of turning its back on blue collar workers here locally. Yeah. In place of social justice warriors, <laughs> so I thought I thought that was a very interesting thing heck? to think yeah, about yeah. Um, as the uh, presidential election season is about to heat up. The also, party, the yeah, Democratic Party. Also, in the five o'clock hour, not one contestant on Jeopardy last night knew an answer that seems uh, pretty elementary for anybody who spent time in church. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that mm-hmm. also uh, that we can review in the five o'clock hour. Also coming up in this hour, we have the weekly feature, This or That, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we'll be talking a little bit about Father's Day. <coughs> Very nice. Okay. That's all. That's a lot I mean, that's for just a, a few show. things. Maybe is it too early for me to tell you? Tell me what. Your weekend has begun. Oh, fabulous. Thank you, sir. Seven minutes past the four o'clock hour on a, a rainy Friday afternoon in the summertime, though. I think at least in this corner of the world, all is right mm-hmm. and well. Truly it is. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, busy news day, is it not? Yes, it is. Okay. So without further ado, Kath, please, let's count it down. The top four at four. 
For Friday, June 16th, 2023, number one, a jury of seven women and five men today found Bowers guilty in the Tree of Life shooting. Foregone conclusion. According to today's TRIB, uh, you can read all the details there. 63 federal counts against Mr. Bowers, including that he killed 11 people at the Tree of Life synagogue because they were Jewish. Uh, The trip details what happened, saying that the courtroom was quiet as members of the three congregations that worshipped at the synagogue, family members and friends, filed into the gallery at 1137. Uh, The judge said, sir, would you like to stand up? He did. Um, And 27 page verdict form took 14 minutes to read. Wow. How about that? So um, anyway, you can read um, the particulars of how many counts and what they are for in uh, either the PG or the trip today. But today did end the three week long guilt phase in the federal trial. Um, The next move will be the penalty phase. That's expected to start June 26th and will last six. Oh, for what? Some guy radicalized, filled with hate. Number two. Several State Department cables obtained through a Freedom of Information lawsuit by U.S. Right to Know, which is a public health transparency group, suggests, John, that U.S. officials have concluded that the spread of COVID could have been contained had China not acted to cover up the early outbreak. The cables, which are still heavily redacted, also suggest the People's Liberation Army was involved with labs at the Wuhan Institute and that the Chinese Communist Party, rather than local officials, censored early info about the outbreak. Uh Transparency. That's from today's dispatch. Number three, a federal appeals court, John, has ruled that vulgar music played in the... Played in the workplace may be a form of sex discrimination. Yeah. Uh, the Reuters News Service reported that former employees of an apparel manufacturer called SNS Activewear say in a lawsuit that the company permitted its managers to routinely play music, including graphic and violently misogynist songs that fostered a hostile and abusive work environment at the company's facility. There were eight plaintiffs, seven women, one man. They took offense at the music, which which denigrated women and graphically detailed extreme violence against them. The music, they said, incited abusive behavior by male employees who who openly shared pornographic videos and yelled obscenities while the music was on. This is a really fascinating story. This all happened in a 700,000 square foot warehouse. I mean... I wonder what this is going to mean for workplaces going forward and what it might mean for music going forward. You can read more about that, as I said, at Reuters. And number four, tonight, Taylor Swift comes to Pittsburgh. Tonight, the show starts with Gracie Abrams. And tomorrow, Owen is the opening act. Things get underway at 6.25 p.m. for the sold-out set of Very concerts. Nice. And that's your top four at four. Mm-hmm. So uh, kids are tailgating down at Heinz Tailgating. Tailgating mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very nice. Well, I mm-hmm. hope they have a good time, right? Uh, she's expected to play until 11.25 tonight. Nice. So Great. it starts at 6.25? Well. Plays at 11.25. But the opening act is what? How long do you think? An well, hour? It 40 minutes? It doesn't say. And then there'll be a say. break while they but reset the stage. I think she's going to do, I think. Three plus hours? 43 songs, I think is what nice. I Nice. Good for her. How is that possible? That's good. You get your money's worth. That's something right? else. You are definitely going to get your Excellent. money's worth. How old is she? Uh, I don't know. Early 30s? See, I don't know. Again, I have no I'm surprised I, you, have, you have that little of a connection with her. None. Gary, you have a connection with Taylor? Yeah, you on board? 
Uh, no. Okay. okay neither one of you. <laughs> I mean, I know what she looks like. She's yeah. 33. Okay. I don't think I've ever listened to one of her songs neither all the way through. Well, I bet before the end of today's show, you will. Mm-hmm. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so she is, was she the voice of this generation, would you say? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, the voice. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, Taylor Swift. Much more coming up. Right home. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music from Riley Clemens, loved by you. Do not worship you from Mercy Me. And My Light by Colton Dixon. You will be my, 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 my. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Hey, this is John Hall. Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now, for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, use promo code WORD at the checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-391-0954 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code WORD. Remember, this sale won't last forever, so don't miss out. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Is your school a true partner in your child's education? They should be. Pittsburgh's Christian schools agree. If you're looking for a safe environment where kids can learn, challenge, and grow with highly qualified teachers who are not only caring, but accessible, where academic excellence goes hand-in-hand with character development, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Walnut Grove Christian School in West Mifflin. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Plan now to join Word FM Friday, August 18th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes, John and Kathy, will be your cruise directors for this amazing night. Early bird tickets, just $40 through June 23rd. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. We have uh, friends of the family uh, whose whose sibling is a member of a cult. And to hear the details of of what's happened to this uh, young person is shocking. And um, if you talk about this to other people and you go, do you know somebody who's part of a cult? A lot of people will tell you a story about this, which surprised me at first. I had no idea there were so many cults in this world. Now, Kath, you've had somebody yeah. connected with it at yeah, well. I had a, yeah, I had a friend from high school. 
She was involved in a cult when she went off to college. And a, a Christian cult. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Roger Olson's back with us. He's been a guest of ours uh, over the many, many years. Roger Olson is uh, Emeritus Professor of Christian Theology at Baylor University. He's author of over 20 books, including The Story of Christian Theology and The Journey of Modern Theology, here today to talk to us about the very odd subject of cults. Roger, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I can't complain. We're really good here in Pittsburgh. This is a fascinating subject. Now, this is a forthcoming book you're working on, yes? It's done. It's coming out this year from publisher Whips and Stock. Excellent. I think under their Cascade imprint, they're a Christian publisher. It's called Unsafe Sex. Hmm. S-E-C-T-S, I see, right? I see what yeah, you did there. Yeah, S-E-C-T-S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a play on words. Yeah, it's very nice. Okay, so um, I, when I was a little kid, Roger... Um, I might have grown up in uh, what might be the golden age of cults. Um, the Moonies? The Moonies. You know, I remember all of that. I remember being like five years old and seeing, you know, uh, Reverend Sung Young Moon on the Phil Donahue show, right. I think. How about um, Doe, the people that were dead in their bunk beds? Right. Right. So, I, I mean, ta- I, what's your first experience or exposure to cults? Well, that goes back a long ways to the the church and the denomination I grew up in, which I knew then, even as a teenager and maybe younger, some people in town considered us a cult. And I bought a book at a used bookstore uh, by a Lutheran pastor, theologian, that identified the group that I grew up in as a cult. And so I began to ask questions of my father, who was a pastor, my uncle, who was the president of our denomination. Are we a cult? What is a cult? They pointed me to some books like Kingdom of the Cults by Walter Martin, uh, published back in the 60s. And that was sort of the Bible for people who were interested in cults, especially for evangelical Christians who were interested in the concept of cults. So I read that. It was a big, massive book. And then I just kept reading and studying and learning more and more about them. And it comes to today, where I write my own book about cults based on my teaching about cults and writing about them in other ways before this book. And um, I've learned a lot over the years. And one thing is that the word cult itself is a huge problem, Mm. because um, nobody believes they belong to a cult. And over the years, the word has changed. Back when I was young, a cult was a non-Christian group or a group that claimed to be Christian but wasn't really. It was kind of a theological concept. But now, since Jonestown and the Branch Davidians and all of that, the word has kind of changed meaning to be a kind of dangerous religious group, one that's possibly violent even. And so it's difficult to identify exactly what a cult is. And I do that in my book by giving the marks of a cult, and that's even the title of an old book that I remember reading in the 60s by Dave Brees, The Marks of a Cult. But I think the marks of a cult have expanded. There's lots of different approaches to defining cults. Sociologists use one approach. Psychologists use another approach. Theologians like me use another approach. So it's just a it's a word that just needs a lot of clarification. Interesting. So go into that, Roger. What are the marks of a cult? There are so many, and uh, that. So what I explain in my book is that for me, identifying a group as a cult or what I call cultish is a matter of having cultish characteristics more or less. So there are there are fewer and fewer groups that are. Of, of any note that I would point to and say, there, that that's a cult, and everyone knows it. Hmm. But there are many, many groups that have cultish characteristics, 
And we could start with, for example, from a Christian theological point of view, a group that doesn't believe in the deity of Jesus Christ, uh, that, that that doesn't believe in the atonement. Uh, you know, they're, they're pseudo-Christian or quasi-Christian groups that we have long been identified as cults who go door-to-door promoting their literature and trying to recruit out of Christian churches because they believe all traditional Christian churches are apostate and so forth. Okay, there's those. But then there are Christian groups that have good doctrines, on paper anyway, and, and maybe preached from the sermon, but are abusive in the way they treat anyone who dares to ask a question that, that hints at something critical about the leadership. And so, you know, I argue in the book, a church can be orthodox and still be cultic mm. in the way it treats people who raise questions about, say, the pastor's conduct or something. Isn't that, um, so I'm thinking as you were speaking, Roger, about a friend of mine who recently started coming to the church I go to, um, coming out of a church that she believes is a cult. Now, as you said, uh, the theology would be generally orthodox Mm -hmm. and sound. Mm -hmm. But she said that there was never a time when she felt like the church wasn't inspecting her morality. She felt Mm -hmm. like she could never she was she could never perform well enough for the Mm -hmm. other people in the church. So she Mm -hmm. was constantly, you know, trying to, you know, find other good works to do. She was kind of in a performance mentality for the people in the church because that was so much a part of how they interacted together. Now, would you call something like that a cult? I would call that a cultic characteristic. And a church that has that feature, I would call cultish. And um, that was kind of what I grew up with, too, that really? uh, there were so many unwritten rules that you you could not avoid violating them. And then when you did violate one of the rules, uh, you would be subjected to spiritual abuse, which is the use of shame to uh, make people fall into line with the leadership and to not question anything, or just out of a sense of superior spirituality. We are more spiritual than you are because mm-hmm. you something. And so, yeah, I would say legalism and spiritual abuse often go together, and that's a cultic characteristic. May I ask how that affected you as you were a child growing up in that environment? Yeah, I didn't really know that there was anything wrong with it. It was just normal for me since I grew up in it. It was only when I went to college uh, that I really realized the college of the group I grew up in and the college I went to, which, by the way, doesn't exist anymore, was steeped in legalism and spiritual abuse. I remember one time the president came to chapel and chided all the students and said, you, you know, you've been doing things wrong and gave examples that were silly and, and said, you're not allowed to leave campus anymore except to go to work or church. Really? Yeah, and, uh, you know, we all just kind of looked at each other like, what? You know, what about visiting relatives? You know, and what about going out to eat? And it was an overreaction on his part, and, and it it revealed a mentality of control, that, that he thought it was his place as a spiritual leader to control mm. us in, in really kind of extreme ways. And anyone who raised a voice against it or asked, you know, a really serious question like, is that really right? would be shamed even publicly for 
asking the question. Interesting. Roger Olson is with us. He's the Emeritus Professor of Christian Theology at Baylor University. He's got a forthcoming butch, uh, book on cults. Roger, uh, coming in, I, I said we've got a family friend who are, their daughter goes to a prestigious uh, university. Uh, she is a, the, the young woman who was part of the cult, a committed believer, arrived on the college campus shy and not knowing anyone. Uh, they come from some means and was quickly introduced to a cult. And, and, and I'm told through a friend of a friend that there are, you know, are these sort of uh, markers that they prey on young women of means who are lonely and in, quickly introduced into a Christian cult, so much so that she never comes home from school anymore and doesn't speak to her parents probably much at all. Yeah, I could probably give you a, a list of those, and I mentioned some of them in the book. By the way, in the book, I'm very careful not to call any group a cult, because you can get sued for that these mm. days. Uh, but I know about several of those groups. They've come and they've gone. Um, you know, some of them are defunct now. I could mention some of their names, but I won't hear. But yes, I know of examples of that, uh, where uh, groups of targeted college students let me tell you a little story about um, one group. I will name it, not calling it a cult, but just say, that you, since you mentioned Reverend Sun Myung Moon, I used to teach a course in college about America's cults and new religions, and it was an elective, so I, I recruited students to the class by advertising the course as unsafe sects. Huh. And now I finally wrote a book with that title. And I'd always get um, some students who misunderstood the word and the name of the course um, because they only heard it. They didn't see what I said it was in my posters. But I invited people from these religious groups to come and speak in my class. And and one was a very nice young man from the Unification Church, which was led by Reverend And, um, of course, they were called Moonies, but I never called them that. I knew they didn't like that. That was insulting to them. But I treated him very nicely and everything. Well, he called me and asked me if I would give the invocation before Reverend Moon spoke at the University of Minnesota. And I said, what in the world makes you think I would do that? He said, well, because you were so nice to us. (laughs) And I flat turned Mm. it down. But I took my class to hear Reverend Moon couldn't make any sense out of anything he said. Even the English translation didn't make any sense to me. But a Baptist minister gave the invocation. Really? And asked for God's blessing on your prophet from Korea, Reverend Moon. Really? And I was so flabbergasted. So that's one reason I wrote this book, because there are people out there who don't have any discernment about this. Wow. So... What do you do? I mean, I think that's probably the call for a lot of people, uh, Roger, that, you know, they, someone they know and love is caught up in this. I'm sure everyone's got heartbreaking, heartbreaking stories. Can you extract someone eventually from a cult or you just have to go along for the ride? There used to be a, um, something called deprogramming. And there was a man uh, who would actually get paid by families to go and extract young people from cults and take them home, lock them in a basement and so forth. And um, there are even TV shows, you know, right now there's uh, on Netflix, I think it is, there's one called The Path where some of that happens. And, um, you know, that goes illegal. I think he was eventually arrested and and others like him for kidnapping and so forth. So that's not my recommendation, but I actually did participate in a kind of voluntary deprogramming where a family called me, knowing that I was an expert on cults, and asked me to meet with their brother, son, I can't remember exactly, uh, 
and it was voluntary on his part. He, yeah. he agreed to be there, and we didn't do anything but talk. And um, attempted to pray, but he wouldn't pray with us. And I just talked to him about the group, and I knew a lot about it. And um, probed, you know, why he belonged to it. You know, was, was what they were saying true? Was it even Christian? They claimed to be Christian, but didn't believe in the deity of Jesus Christ or the Trinity and so forth. And um, at one point, he just got up and walked out, left the house. And I never heard of him again. His family said he never left the group, as far as they know. So, you know, you pray, you spread information, um, you talk to people, you ask questions. I think if they're hardcore members, just asking some questions about what the cult believes and how it behaves, planting seeds of doubt in their mind, I think can be very helpful. Not always, there's no guarantee, but I think that's the best way to go about it. Roger, talk about uh, the new book, what the title is, where people can find it. Yeah, the book is Unsafe Sex, S-E-C-T-S, Understanding Religious Cults, published by Whip and Stock. Uh, That's out of Eugene, Oregon, Mm -hmm. and it'll be on Amazon eventually. I'm just not sure what time this year it's going to be published. They've been a little vague with me about the date of when it's going to be published, but it's finished it's in the process, uh, uh, and so I assume they can buy it on Amazon or at a local bookstore, order it, mm-hmm. and um, I hope they do. I think that's the first step in understanding that it, that a church can be orthodox in its beliefs and still be cultish or cultic mm-hmm. in its behavior. Very nice. Well, Roger, thanks so much. It's uh, fascinating. Well, let's have you back, and when the book is right. released, we'll go into this again. Thank you. Our pleasure. Bye. Dr. Roger Olson. Emeritus Professor of Christian Theology at Baylor University, soon to be released book on cults. Hey, stick around. This or that, coming up next. The recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look. There's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-353-2973 now. 
Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-353-2973. That's 800-353-2973. What do you have to lose? Call 800-353-2973. Again, 800-353-2973. Terry Wardenis here from the Gateway Clipper. Kids, are you ready to meet the world's coolest superheroes? The Superhero Cruise is back, sailing Sunday, June 25th. Don't miss your chance to have a blast sailing the three rivers. Visit gatewayclipper.com for tickets. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want new roof. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I'm a wife, a sister, and a grandfather. I'm an office clerk. I'm a research analyst, dance fitness instructor, actor. I'm a copywriter. I'm a veteran. I have lupus, cerebral palsy. I'm blind. And I'm working in a job I love. I love. Because I was given a chance. To contribute my skills and talents. To show that my disability is only one part of who I am. Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org. Mainly cloudy skies for this evening, followed by clearing skies later tonight, the low 52. Mostly sunny tomorrow, a beautiful morning, becoming breezy in the afternoon with a high of 77. A starry night tomorrow night with a low of 51. Sunny to partly cloudy Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 80. We'll start the week Monday with a mix of sun and clouds and a high of 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for this or that. Mm. It's our weekly dive. I'm excited. I've got a thing. One of these, one of those. Yeah. So does Kath. Here yep. we go, Kath. Yep. Purple rain. Mm. Singing in the rain. <laughs> I like them both, but I have to go singing in the rain. Mm. A hard rain's going to fall. It's Bob Dylan. Is it? Rainy days and Mondays. Oh, I hate that song. So I'm picking Bob Dylan. Okay. James Taylor, mm. Rip Taylor. <laughs> uh, well, it's kind of hard to pick between them because they don't. How could they ever be in the same? Ca- All right, I have to pick between this and that. James, right? Taylor Dane, Zachary Taylor. <laughs> Wait, Zachary Taylor, the one that got stuck in the in the bathtub. No, I don't no think he's so. the one who died. He had be- a stomach issue because he was eating cherries and milk. Right. Yeah, I'll I'll take him. Okay. <laughs> the microwave. Yeah. The dishwasher. Oh, dishwasher! I could live without a microwave. Me too. Sam's Club. Yeah. Aldi. I'm gonna go Sam's. Hmm? Egg salad. Tuna salad. Tuna salad mm. every day, mm. all day long. Baby back ribs. Adam's rib. I'm taking Adam's rib because I don't really like ribs. Oh, what? It's too much of a mess. It's mm, such a mess. So delicious. Such a mess. Watermelon. Cantaloupe. Watermelon. Cran- but I like a very good cantaloupe. But there are bad. There are many, more bad cantaloupes, I think, in the world. Yeah. Cranberry juice. Lemonade. That's kind of hard. Cranberry juice. Popcorn. You're so disappointed, yeah. Rice cakes. Oh, uh, I mean, I do like a rice cake, but I will choose popcorn. Okay, good. 
Porch sitting. Backyard sitting. Up, uh, I'll do porch sitting. Oh. Kennywood, mm. Idlewild. Oh, that's hard. Mm. I'm going to say Kennywood. Ooh. Taylor Swift, Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> um, I'll pick Taylor Swift. Oh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> There's so many, so many of those things yeah. that disappointed That's you. my this or that. I apologize for my answers. Thank you. Um, speaking of Taylor Swift, she's in Pittsburgh tonight. Did you know that? A what? <laughs> No one told me. Yep. Who tonight, is she? Tonight and tomorrow night. Um, and it's going to be, for people who are going, it's just, it's going to be a never forget oh. once in a lifetime experience. Heaven on earth. Exactly. Right? So yeah. I'm going to present to you, John, the once in a lifetime edition of this or that. Okay. Are you once ready? Once in a lifetime. I like uh-huh. it. Yep. Number one, the birth of your first child mm. or the birth of your second child? Oh, that's a You're not picking between your kids. No, no. The birth. The birth of my first child. I mean, it's like someone took like you know something off your eyeballs and you saw the world in a different way. Really? Oh yeah, for me it was. Go on a safari in Tanzania, mm-hmm. or go to the top of the Eiffel Tower. I've been there. I'll go to the safari. Okay. Listen to how he says I've been there. I've been well, there. Pardon me. I mean, it's not you know what I mean. For those of us who have, a lot of he's people. a real jet setter. Yeah, I guess he is. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Taylor Swift. Speaking of jet setting, the top of the go to Oktoberfest in Munich mm-hmm. or Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Oh, I'm going to Munich. Yeah, me too. For sure. Yeah. Mardi Gras in New Orleans is just dirty. Yeah, yeah. It's just really dirty. It's just a drunken and brawl, I, I love New Orleans, no, but it's really dirty. Number four, uh, to have been there uh, for the Beatles live on Apple Rooftop, London, oh, yeah. uh, January of 1969, yeah. or to have been there, Johnny Cash at San Quentin Ooh, Prison. Oh, man. She does a real. That's really nice. I like that a lot. That's Thank a you. great choice. Thank you. Uh, I'd have loved to have been in San Quentin, but you, I got to be on the rooftop. Okay, yeah. really? You're picking the oh, rooftop? Yeah, I am. Okay, the rooftop or with the Beatles mm. or Aretha Franklin at the Fillmore, San Francisco, 1971. Oh, it was a three night gig. Man. And if you remember, on the very last night, Ray Charles was in the audience and she had him come up on stage yeah. with her. Okay, I'd have to be there. Thank I'd want to go there. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. That was the right answer. Uh, number six, pet a whale. Or watch Komodo dragons in Indonesia. Oh, I'd like to pet a whale. Would you? Yeah, that'd be kind of. You cool. don't care about the Komodo dragon. I'd like to see that too, but you know, up well, close you didn't, to a whale you didn't like pick that. It. Number seven, take a pastry class in mm. France, mm. or a pasta class in Italy. Oh, I'm going to Italy. <laughs> Give me that pasta. Dive at the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah, that'd be nice. Snorkel with manta rays in Bora Bora. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Barrier Reef. That's so I would beautiful. Like to. I'm not, and I'm, you see con- the photos. I'm concerned it's going away. Yes, it is. But if you were going to take me to Bora Bora, I wouldn't say no. Uh, number nine, ride the Glacier Express in Switzerland, the Ooh. slowest, most scenic train route in the world, yeah. or yeah. the Orient Express, the most famous train Ooh. route in the world. Okay, I'm going to the Orient. The whole ride on the Orient Express. Are you? Oh, yeah, please. Just That's because excellent. of the history of yes. it. Yes. I know. Island hopping in Greece mm. or across the salt flats in Bolivia? Oh, I'll, I'll go uh, to Greece. Lovely. That surprises me. Drive through the Cotswolds in England, Gary, or drive south on Highway 1 in California. Yeah, I haven't done that. I need to do that. I'm going Highway 1. Yeah, I Mike just did I, it. I know. That's what yeah, I yeah, thought of. Uh, see Michelangelo's David in Florence? Yeah. Or see the Rembrandt collection at the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam? No, I'm going to see Michelangelo. Are you? Yeah. That would be nice. Thank you. Okay. Can I do um, all these things? Well, I don't even think we have enough time. Okay. See Taylor Swift live tonight at Heinz Field with 65,000 people or sit alone on an uncomfortable chair in your backyard and listen to the pirate game on the radio like an old man. That sounds good. Old man up. Own it. 101.5 WORD. He read bedtime stories to you. 
taught you how to ride a bicycle, and played catch in the yard. On the next Focus on the Family, a dozen Christian authors share stories of Dad's impact on their life. Learn how you can honor your father this weekend, even if it's more challenging to remember the good times. That's on the next Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold. Gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. At Chilled to Perfection in Oakmont, you can look perfect at any age. Safe, fast, and completely non-invasive. Chilled to Perfection is your all-natural way to target stubborn body fat, age spots, cellulite, acne, hair loss, and more. For a limited time, get a cryoskin treatment in the area of your choice plus cryofacial for just $249. Defy your age, where your results are their business. Visit ChilledToPerfectionPGH.com today. Did you ever go to a baseball game with your dad? I've never been to a baseball game with my dad. You haven't? I didn't go to any baseball games until I met you. I have many happy memories of sitting in a ballpark with my dad, being slightly uncomfortable, as a matter of fact. Sure. My dad was my dad was not a man of conversation, so as a child it always made me uncomfortable. Like, is he going to say something to me? Well, he talk. I was waiting for some, like, nugget of wisdom to mm-hmm. pop out of my dad. And I love my dad. But he was a very quiet guy. And I was always going, just give me something, man. Give me something. It never came. That's all right. I just love him, though. You know, A lot of guys had no relationship or a brutal relationship mm-hmm. with their dad. And for, for that, our, our heart breaks, right? Because when you think about our Heavenly Father, everybody wants to love their dad mm-hmm. in one way or another. We're happy right now to speak with John Bishop. Uh, John has got a great essay that uh, has come our way. It's based on God Distorted, How Your Earthly Father Affects Your Perception of God and Why It Matters. 
Uh, John Bishop is the founding and senior pastor of Living Hope Church in Battleground, Washington. And John, welcome to Word FM. How you doing? Good, John. Thank you. Good so, to be here with you guys. It's our pleasure to have you with us. John, as a pastor, I'm sure that father issues occupy a good amount of your counseling time. You know what? For 20 years, um, probably the single thing that I've dealt with is a, a lot of counseling, but a lot of it has gone back to the core, a core lie that, that someone adopted into their heart and their soul that stems to a father issue. And this is Father's Day weekend, so, you know, I, it's not a bashing dad thing at all. It's just I think our perception of God can be a little bit distorted by the way did or seeing our earthly father. Mm-hmm. So, John, certainly in mass media here in America, everybody has a model, right, of how they think a father should be. And few fathers are unable or unwilling to live up to that gold standard of the excellence of fatherhood. It's just not in a lot of guys because that model wasn't there for them in the first place. So they're sort of making it up on the fly. John, just like you said about your dad, he's, he's doing the best thing he can, taking you to a ball game, but not doing maybe the one thing that you maybe need was to connect to your heart yeah. and have that conversation or conversations. And, you know, it's, it's really difficult because I don't think it's just about dads. I think it's a generational thing that goes back for several generations at least where dads, for whatever reason, culture shaped them, and then they – and their behaviors and their thoughts and patterns shaped us, yep. and here we are. So, John, for those guys, no matter what, if you had an excellent relationship with your father or it was fair to middling or it was absolutely abysmal, that relationship matters an awful lot. And, and like you write in God Distorted, that fatherly, earthly relationship, it really does. It really defines our relationship with God the Father. Can you, can you talk to us about that? Sure. I came to Christ when I was, if I can, if I can give just a, a 30 second backstory. I came Please. to Christ when I was 25 years old um, through a, a near death accident. And I never grew up going to church. And so when I came to Christ, everything was great. And I was gung ho and jumped into seminary, you know, um, to, to further education at Western here in Portland. And through all of it, it was like when I sat in a class, I will never forget, it resonated in my heart. Um, Tozer said, you know, British theologian said, what comes into your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. Mm-hmm. And mostly what comes into our mind when we think about God is the image of a father, either real or perceived. And so for me, when I heard that, started studying it further, realizing God in the Old Testament was the father to a nation, but never the father to a person until Jesus, you know, came, lived, died, and rose from the grave. 189 times you see God as a father to a person in the New Testament. So for me, that theology just wrecked me. It was like, are you kidding? I don't really know if I want Jesus if I've got to connect God as the perfect Heavenly Father, because I just couldn't make the connection. Hmm. You know what else is interesting from the other perspective, John, is that I've had a great relationship with my dad my whole life, and it's so much a part of who I am that I can't... I can't get my mind around what it would look like to not have that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't have any way to connect that. Uh, Kathy, it's, it, honestly, it's, it's great. And here, here's what I would say is, you know, honestly, people who had the best dads, and I would hope that I'm in a category my daughters would say, and my son would say, my dad was there for me. He was emotionally attentive to my needs. He was he provided for me. 
he never, you know, all those things. I, I just would say that the word for you and others like you, which there's, there's a lot, but I think it's a minority, is just to be grateful. And because it, it, it is definitely not the norm. From, from my experience, it's not the norm. Mostly dads aren't there for their kids. And really, honestly, you guys, most of the book is really not about here's the dad, here's the grid, here's the, you know, mathematical system, which is not, it's not exhaustive. It's just my personal experience and, and a lot of, research is that the fathers in our lives have shaped us and um i think that most of the book though and what i love is most of it is just about the character of god as a perfect father it, it, it's really less about here's your dad type you know fill in the blank and more about god is a perfect heavenly father he'll always be there for you he'll never leave you he's not passive he's active in your life he, he listens to your prayers, controls the entire world, keeps it all spinning. Everything's great, but he knows you. And that, to me, is some, some of those statements, even for people like you, Kathy, that had a great dad, I think we can still, like, raise the bar about how we see God as a father, if that makes sense. Hey, John, happy Father's Day to you. Thanks for being with us. John Bishop, God Distorted, how your earthly father affects your perception of God and why it matters. Boy, I love that conversation. I especially like the fact that John is able to recognize that those of us who had good dads and those of us who had absent or not great dads dads. still have the same perfect Heavenly Father. And still have that longing. Yeah, still have the longing. Mm -hmm. And it can be fulfilled by God himself. I believe so. You know, it's really... Anyway, I want to thank you so much to John Bishop for talking to us today um, and for being part of our Father's Day thing. Happy Father's Day coming up, Hey, John. thanks so much. I look forward to it. Yeah. What about Father in Song? Do you, do you have like a favorite father song? Favorite father song? Well, there's a lot of them. I don't know. Hi, Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Step up your grilling game with our Solaire Portable Infrared Grills. Our Compact Everywhere is a favorite of RVers and trailer pullers. Solaire Infrared provides the quick sear for bar marks and texture needed to properly finish sous vide. Use a portable alongside your larger conventional grill to create an instant sear zone and more juicy and flavorful food. Learn more at BestHotGrill.com. Affordable, powerful, portable infrared grills at BestHotGrill.com. Small business owners, we know finishing your to-do list can feel like rowing upstream. But it's a river, a whitewater river, and the only paddles you have are pool noodles. Then when a new to-do pops up, you're like, nope, I'm already rowing upstream with these pool noodle paddles. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy to get personalized discounts with a commercial auto insurance quote online. So your to-do list is smooth sailing. See if you can save on commercial auto insurance in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverages and discounts not available in all states and subject to policy terms and underwriting. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he's discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now has a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, coolest pillow you'll ever own. Hey, this is John Hall. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code WORD. MyPillow 2.0 temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio 
listener square to the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Rama Christian School in Moon. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers, consider Christian education. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. If you're looking for a great book that explores the character and work of Jesus, contact Truth For Life today and request a copy of the book, Confronting Jesus, Nine Encounters with the Hero of the Gospel. Each chapter unpacks a different role that marks the work and nature of Christ, such as his role as king, teacher, healer, and servant. Get your copy today at truthforlife.org donate. Do you have a, a favorite father song? Can you think about that? Uh, I mean, because I've got I a like few the, I can th- okay. throw your way. I like This Is My Father's World. It's one of my favorite Oh, hymns. yeah, it's a beautiful song. Um, but when I think of my dad, I mean, it's not really a father song, but I think about Sinatra songs. Right. That's what that I, was his that's, guy. Right. That's what I think of when, right. like, uh, you know, You Make Me Feel So Young mm-hmm. or witchcraft. Chicago or... Witchcraft is such a great song. Mm, yeah, I yeah. love it so much. Right. So Sinatra is, is Or the Summer songs. Wind. Yeah. yeah. It's fabulous, right? Mm-hmm. How about uh, the Luther Vandross song, um, Dance With My Father? You know that song? No. Uh, uh, um, Beyonce's song, um, Homecoming. It's a, it's a dad song. Uh, the Keith Urban song, uh, song for my Keith dad. Urban very, no. Uh, there's a ton of songs. Here, I, I went back and found a couple that I thought r- resonate. How about, this is an oldie, but this sort of encapsulates a generational attitude. It, it's a Christian song. Check this out. This has been Crosby. of our fathers living still in spite of dungeon fire and sword oh how our hearts beat high with joy whenever we hear that glorious word I love when the choir comes in. It's very stylized oh, that, for the time. Yeah, that, that was a hymn I grew up singing in church. Right, yeah. I think everybody, yeah. if you know, right, you're a yeah. believer, you know that right. song. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that, I think that resonates in a generational way to that era, yeah. right? Now, I grew well, up- When was that? The 30s? That was probably 40s. Okay. I grew up with this song, which wow, has a okay, lot of resonance. And, you know, it sort of calls out the father- and the suffering and the tension between father and son. You, who are on the road, must have a code that you can live by. 
And so, become yourself, because the past is just a goodbye. Teach your children well, their father's hell did slowly go by. And feed them on your dreams. The one they picked, the one you know by. Don't you ever ask them why, if they told you you would cry. So just look at them and sigh. And know they love you. This, the line that pops out for me when I hear this song teach your children well, your father's hell will slowly go by. And I, I never, never knew that's what the words were. Well, the first time I heard that, it was like, it was an awakening to me because I, everybody sees their father. Right? We have a friend who says, as a father, take the best of me, not the rest of me. Right. And so any son or daughter sees their father in the best moments and in the most hellish moments. Mm-hmm. Right? right. I mean... And so it, it, it sort of gave me uh, permission to uh, uh, to let my father his hell. I, I could see that and understand him better because he showed me who he was as a man. Okay. Yeah. So instead of being mad at your dad, no, for being less than perfect, everybody struggles, right? And every father shows themselves sooner or later. If you're with your kids, they're going to see you, you know, good and bad. Uh, to me, that's a generational thing. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I like both of those. Yeah, me too. Uh, when you think of music, uh, so I brought up the, the Sinatra songs when I think of my dad. That's and, my, same thing. Same thing. I remember when I was a kid uh, in my first real job, I saved up a ton of money and I bought my first real stereo system. Okay, this was like the seventies, you know. So I had vinyl with these massive speakers and a really high-powered receiver. I spent some cash. And, of course, I was afraid that my father would, would always say, turn that music down, because I was cranking it. Right. So whenever I got this thing set up, I had my dad sit down uh, in my bedroom, where I had I had a bedroom in the basement, and I, uh, I played some Sinatra. And he sat down with those massive speakers. I mean, <laughs> he popped out of this chair. I mean, Because he'd never I, heard I, anything like that. He had never heard anything like it. Right. I mean, it was like, like Sinatra and the big band was in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for you know many many guys of that generation, Sinatra was the man. Do you ever dream about arguing or fighting with your dad? Always. Mm-hmm. Huh? I dream about that too. I mean, not about you fighting. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but it's so raw, isn't it? Yeah. It's so intimate. Why is that? Because it's so emotional. I guess. I guess so. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I told you one time. I did the stupidest thing. One time, I uh, I was in turmoil and and I got drunk. And I told my father off. How old were you? I was an idiot. I, and I had a broken leg. I was in Florida. I was probably in my early 20s. I know it was in my early 20s. And I crushed him. And I woke up the next morning. And I'm, I'm telling you, I, I have a history with alcohol. And I'm sure I was in a blackout. And my sister was there and witnessed the whole thing. And she said, you hurt dad so bad. <gasps> like he cried. And I was so hungover. And my mom and dad went out. And they did some shopping, and we, he came home. He bought me a box of candy. 
he was making up with me after I said some brutal, mm-hmm. mean things to him, and he was he was extending an olive branch. Wow, that's the kind of guy he was. Wow. So anyway, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the yep. good dads out there. Yeah, and all the less than good dads out yeah. there, and everybody who's longing for a good dad out there. Take a break. Five o'clock hour of the ride home coming up next. Stay with us. We got lots more here. We're Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's the ride home. It's Word FM. to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Help.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Another Republican joining the 2024 race for the White House. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez filed paperwork to launch his bid for the GOP Republican presidential nomination. He joins fellow Floridians Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis in the crowded primary field. The 45-year-old Suarez is the only Hispanic candidate in the race and is vying to become the first sitting mayor elected president. He has said he didn't vote for Trump in either 2016 or 2020, instead writing in the names of Senator Marco Rubio and then-Vice President Pence. Greg Clugston, Washington. The southern U.S. hit with multiple rounds of severe weather since the start of the week, and it looks like storms will persist into the southeast through the weekend. Large hail, strong wind gusts, and a few tornadoes are possible. The Dow is ahead 452 points now. The Nasdaq is up 178. This is SRN News. Plan now to join Word FM Friday, August 18th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes, John and Kathy, will be your cruise directors for this amazing night. Early bird tickets, just $40 through June 23rd. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to your retirement blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Have you or your children ever faced hunger at a level where your life or theirs were at risk? Or have you ever been in a situation where you had little or no access to clean drinking water and no ability to get it? For most of us in the United States, we have never had to face that crisis. But for children in the countries of Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda, it's a battle they face every single day. Cross International is asking for your help to provide life-saving resources for children in these African countries and other nations where Cross International has partners and is working to solve this crisis and assist with COVID-19 efforts. A $62 one-time gift per child helps provide life-saving resources like food, water, COVID-19 assistance, Christian education, and a Bible. If you would like to give a life-saving gift for one or more children, you can get involved right now by calling one 866 806 
1-866-806-2977. That's 1-866-806-2977. Or look for the Cross International banner at wordfm.com. Our real goal at RPTS is to train people for ministry. Whether training to be a pastor or just wanting to grow in your walk with God, you'll find what you're looking for at RPTS. We want to see them really grounded in their theological growth. We want it to be heart-directed as well. We want to see students prepared to serve and to love the people of God and develop ministries that we think have a great partnership with the local church. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. Tuning into the baseball game, monitoring the incoming storm, catching your favorite talk show. These are just a few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month. And did you know AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times? It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Mainly cloudy skies for this evening, followed by clearing skies later tonight, the low 52. Mostly sunny tomorrow, a beautiful morning, becoming breezy in the afternoon with a high of 77. A starry night tomorrow night with a low of 51. Sunny to partly cloudy Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 80. We'll start the week Monday with a mix of sun and clouds and a high of 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Have you or someone you know been looking for a job recently? Yes. I know people who are looking for a job right now. Right. So, when, when you and I were growing up, <laughs> wait, management just raised their hand back there. You look <laughs> 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 well, when you and I were growing up, I mean, uh, before artificial intelligence, applying for a job was relatively simple, right? You, you print out your fancy resume, you dress smart, and be ready to interview in person. I remember looking at one ads in the paper. Me too. Mm-hmm. I got this job through a one ad in the paper. No way. Yeah. Th- is that right? This job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that would never, never, never happen no, today. No, of course. Are there one ads still in the paper? Uh, is there a is paper? There paper? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, there's the big job boards, right? You know, what are the big job boards? I, I remember my first job was actually like printed out. It was it was like thumbtacked to a bulletin board. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, that's what that's what it meant when they said it was posted. Yeah, it was actually physically posted. posted. Yeah. Well, now people are looking for a job totally different because of A.I., so you submit your resume into this gigantic whatever the vacuum it is, and they're looking for keywords and keywords only. So you could submit a thousand resumes for any number of jobs, and you might get a hit on one of them if you're fortunate. So if you don't have the right word in your resume, mm-hmm. AI is not going to pick you up? The, white, the right words, the right thread of words – even before you're even, you know, dinged for just a look-see. So somebody's not reading them and saying, no, oh, this person looked... scanned by computers, right? And the larger the company, of course... Now, you know... Boy, that's depressing. A small business is not going to do that. 
But, you know, when we advertise here for, you know, people to join us, Mm -hmm. it's not AI. But you can imagine Fortune 500 companies and even, you know, 25 employees are over because it helps to narrow the search. I remember years ago we were looking for someone here and we got all kind of resumes that made no sense at all. Like just blind, right? you know, here I want to do this. And, you know, with no background, they, no, they used to, to support be, you know, it. they worked in a deli and, you know, they're applying. So you could see why AI is valuable, right? That it I weeds guess. out. Yeah. 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 You're, you are putting a lot of confidence, though, in a, a and robot. That, and that's just a, that is an overwhelmingly uh, depressing way of thinking about your future job. Yeah. When you're, you know, so sending out, oh my gosh, you're sending out a, a resume or whatever you're sending out. That would just, you're like throwing it in the void. Right. I mean, seriously, whenever, whenever I came in here, I sat, I filled out an application in the lobby and I got an interview right away and someone took a chance. Yeah. Right. I had no radio experience. They just took a chance on me. They would never do that today. Mm-hmm. Especially... Now that we know who you are. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, no, that's valuable. Well, the last time we had a job opening in our department, um, we got a, well over 100 resumes. Yeah. Applications. And it takes a long time to read through those. Oh, my gosh. But so if you're getting thousands of applications. AI makes it simpler. Maybe. Yeah. Right. I guess. I wonder, though, what the, you know, the efficiency hit is on. What kind of quality? Once the AI surrenders, you know, five resumes to you, then you finally get a, to sit in front of a hiring manager. What is the nature of the quality of those candidates and for their long term success? What would that? I don't know. What would that be like? I don't know. How are, how are you? The, but the the final decision has to be one the person looking at another person or a saying, team of people. Yeah, saying, are we are we taking a chance on this person right. or well, not? Well, you're just trying to narrow it down from the horde at first, right? Right. And you have some very broad, usually uh, subjects that you're interested in, like experience related experience. Yeah, right. If you got a lot of resumes coming in, then you can like say everybody. I look at it's got to have relatable experience yeah. in industry, yeah, and then throw away all the rest. But those those early jobs, you know, those first jobs, those are the ones that are the key jobs because they're the, there's your building blocks there, mm-hmm. right? I, I've got a nephew who never had a, a day in college or in design school. He is worldwide vice president of Nike for creative design, and he has no design degree. No, he never went to college. He moved to New York City. He met a guy who met a guy who met a guy. One thing led to another over a course of a 20-year career, and now he's like at the top of the heap for Nike. That would never happen today. So those sort of wild card things, right, those are going to go by the wayside. People rolling the dice on something creative or something super smart, something that's interesting. Hard to network with well, AI. Well, that's, that's yeah. what I mean. But I feel like if that's the case – if, if networking really does go by the wayside, I can't imagine that lasting. I can't imagine managers liking the people that AI is giving them more than they're liking the people that they network to find. Right. I just feel like over time, ma- more managers are going to say, you know what, I don't, I, I'm tired of getting a pool of people that's, you know, like a, a generic imprint one after another. Well, it's kind of like dating, right? Computer dating versus, you know, I know someone who would be right for you. Right. I remember when uh, Mike Duffy, your producer, yeah. uh, wanted to work here. He sought me out at an event, right? 
ask where I was, who I was. So then somebody Sadly, it pointed. Was your daughter's to, wedding, and he and he walked up, you know, walked up to me yeah. and introduced himself, and was very impressive. You get ahead of the pack because yep. you do something like that, yeah, right? Can't do that with AI. No, you cannot. Nope. Very interesting. All right. Well, good luck to everybody out there looking for a job and AI in the middle. That's all. Especially, this is the time of year when teachers are looking for jobs. Heck yeah. You know what I mean? Changing. And they're wishing that the jobs would be posted before August and they're not. Mm. Anyway, we're going to take a step away. But when we come back, Selena Zito, what's the Democratic Party doing with blue collar workers and social justice warriors? That's next. 101.5 WORD. Sitting in the town garbage dump, suffering in severe pain and surrounded by critics. There's no other way to describe Job's life but a hot, stinking mess. To make matters worse, even his so-called friends now hurl accusations at him. This week on Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee, we're going to see Job defend himself and wait for God's response. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime. It may sound a little corny, but it really is the good old summertime at the Springhouse in 84. The sun is shining, the cows are out on the pasture, the sweet corn is almost ready, the Springhouse produce tables are filled with freshly picked vegetables, and we're up to our elbows in ice cream. And you know what? That all makes the Springhouse a very fun place to be. Why not jump in the car right now for a country drive to 84? Come for homemade lunch or supper or just to eat ice cream and enjoy sweet country air. Be sure to take home our famous chocolate milk and baked goods. Don't forget that. We're just four miles east of Washington on Route 136, and it doesn't take long to get to us. Call 228-3339 for more directions to the Springhouse in 84. Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Hey, this is John Hall. Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now, for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, use promo code WORD at the checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress stopper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-391-0954 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code WORD. Remember, this sale won't last forever, so don't miss out. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. If you're looking for a great book that explores the character and work of Jesus... Contact Truth For Life today and request a copy of the book, Confronting Jesus, Nine Encounters with the Hero of the Gospel. Each chapter unpacks a different role that marks the work and nature of Christ, such as his role as king, teacher, healer, and servant. Get your copy today at truthforlife.org donate. If you grew up in Pittsburgh or in Western Pennsylvania, A lot of us came from families that were solidly blue-collar Democrats. You go into the voting booth, and we're going to vote straight Democrat. Why? Because we're working class Mm -hmm. here in Pittsburgh, Western Pennsylvania, right? We are for the working man. And the Democrats forever, this is how we're we're going to roll. 
FDR, the New Deal, right? Works Project Administration and forward from all that. That was how it was for many, many generations. Well, shockingly, what's happened here in the last few years to the Democratic Party is off the chain. Here to talk to us about that is Selena Zito. Selena is the author of The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics. She writes regularly for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Washington Examiner, and the New York Post. And she wrote a piece called Democrats Abandon Blue-Collar Worker in Place of Social Justice Warriors. Selena, welcome back. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. So, Selena, I read here in your article that 20 years ago, there were 23 coal-fired power plants in our state of Pennsylvania. Today, there are five. Well, now it's four because another one went down in Greene County this week. So 23 to four in only two decades. I mean, that is an incredible evolution. Tell us what's been behind it. Well, it is pretty astounding. So about uh, right around 2008, when Barack Obama was running for president, the New Deal coalition was still part of, uh, of of the Democratic Party. However, climate change started to elevate to being a more important um, um, component of being a Democrat mm. than people that worked in such in manufacturing or coal mines. And they they decided the Democrats um, calculated that the ascendant. Um, um, generation, meaning young young people, minorities, and in particular women, would and, and elites uh, would uh, replace the working class voters. It doesn't matter if they're white, Hispanic, black, whatever, uh, which was always an important part of the Democratic co- coalition. When they made that calculation, climate change became much more important than um, the people that work in manufacturing and coal mining. And so that's, that's where sort of, that was the impetus of where that started. And, and slowly uh, uh, climate change are, are, has also, they've also sort of added social justice issues um, as more important than those working class issues that were very important um, uh, when they had the New Deal coalition. And so that that is sort of how it's changed. It's really interesting. If you look 20 years ago, the Democratic Party was a party of the working class, and, uh, and the Republicans were sort of considered the country club, um, um, the party of the people from the country club. That has dramatically changed. Uh, now the Republican Party is the party of the working class, and the Democratic Party is the party of the elites. So what happened, Selena, this big shift? I mean, the blue-collar ethos that drove Western Pencil for all, the, all of these many years is now out the window, and we become something else. Social justice warriors, first and foremost. I mean, there's been a clean sweep the last election. Yeah, absolutely. All you have to do is a look at the last um, primary election here in Western Pennsylvania. You saw that the um, that the people that won uh, began their careers as um, as part of the Democratic Socialist of America Party, and and the issues that are important to the SEIU, these sort of justice uh, intangible issues, as opposed to. Um, the you know people that work with their hands, right? It's a trade-off. They they've made the calculation that 
in the future, they are going to be um, there's going to be more of a population of of these social justice or social conscious voters as opposed to working class voters. Mm-hmm. And and and, you know, it, it has been hit or miss for both parties they, as they sort of recalibrate. But in, in Western Pennsylvania, I mean, all of Pennsylvania, you know, this, this that, that ethos was very much a part of this state for 200 years. So it's going to be sort of interesting to see how they then form coalitions with other aspects of the of the community and see who's the most effective. Right. Now, what's laughable to me in many ways is that, you know, someone like um, a rising star in Washington politics, our own John Fetterman, the former mayor of Braddock. I mean, John Fetterman didn't earn a paycheck until he was lieutenant governor of the state of Pennsylvania. But all of a sudden, you know, there he is in Washington, uh, D.C., you know, uh, with health issues. But uh, along with Summer Lee and any number of progressives here in Allegheny County, this is the new face. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Summer Lee did not was not the champion of the working class. She is the champion of the progressives and the social justice warriors, the SEIU. That you know, those are the people that placed her in office. And um, and John Fetterman, uh, you know, I mean, you know, Summer Lee was has railed against the Clareton Works and U.S. Steel and and fracking. And John Betterman, um, up until he had his stroke, he's really not been pretty dominant about any issue. Since he had that stroke, he has a really difficult time communicating. But, you know, th- those were his issue uh, issues as well. I suspect, I would not be shocked that U.S. Steel will no longer be in Pittsburgh um, if, if all of the uh, people that won in, in, in this May primary have power, I suspect they're just going to say, you know what, we're going down south. Wow. Like, we're not doing this. So all those jobs would go away, despite what you would say about the economic or the environmental concerns. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, they would just make it untenable for them to, to sort of um, be able to be in business because, you know, they're just going to be slapped with fine after fine by the Allegheny County Health Department to the point where they're just not going to be able to. It's not going to make sense to um, to, to conduct business in western Pennsylvania. It's just too hostile. Right. So then what happened to the Democratic machine, those smoke-filled rooms, all the generations that we know? They have to be gobsmacked, taken totally by surprise about what's happened. Yeah, they really weren't prepared. They didn't understand how to combat this. They didn't combat it effectively. They didn't have a good message, and they just fell asleep at the wheel. There's there, and and they will tell you that. It's not like I'm saying anything out of school. It's what sure. they've told me, uh, and they just now now that does not mean that the that part of the party can't come back. However, I suspect you are going to see the, the the sort of the completion of the end of New Deal Democrats in, in Western Pennsylvania, and they will become Republicans. Um, it, it's just, you know, it's it, it's just inevitable. And I think the other thing is, too, there are a lot of new people that moved into Pennsylvania, into Western Pennsylvania in the past 10 years with Google and all these sort of high-tech companies or people that stayed here that attended Pitt or attended CMU and started startups. 
and they come from a very different worldview, um, not not the generational view that you would have here of young people whose you know whose parents grew up here. Yeah. Look, there is a reason the Pittsburgh Steelers are called the Pittsburgh Steelers, even though there's barely any steel make, made here, because we are culturally connected to that aspect of hard work ethic. Right. But, you know, we're not called the Pittsburgh Googles or the Pittsburgh Ubers because we're not culturally connected to that. However, I think I believe that those new voters have also impacted the um, the elections in the past few cycles. Selena Zito is with us, author of The Great Revolt, Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics. Okay, speaking of industry, how about coal? You know, I mentioned that, uh, you know, the panoply of closings that we've seen in Pennsylvania in the last 20 years has been mirrored in, you know, a lot of other communities in America. But if we're talking about climate change and that being a driver for this type of closing, um, we look across to China there's certainly no restriction. They're not restricting their their uh, their running of coal-fired power plants. And, and, and it's the exact opposite, right? So I don't yeah, know how many that building, they've built in the last 20 years. Oh yeah, they're building several a day. There's several new coal um, facilities opening every day. Wow. And what's so funny is it's like, it's not like we don't live on another planet. You know, whatever happens on one side of the planet, eventually... You know, a little wind picks it up and brings it over here. You know, so it's just funny and interesting um, to uh, give China these, you know, the truth is a a coal-fired power plant and or a coal mine, both of which I have been in, um, and sixteen hundred feet down is six in, in a coal and a coal and a coal mine. Um, these things are amazingly clean and efficient. Yes, they have problems, but they quickly fix those problems. China doesn't have the same regulations that we have, so we're literally handing over to them an industry that they are going to not regulate with the same strength stringency that we do here. Right. But don't worry, we have carbon credits, right? That, that'll take care of things. I don't, still don't understand that. I don't That's either. either. That's the dumbest idea. Problem. Right, right. Like, but, what, the credit, what, do I get a prize? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Care. I don't either. It's a strange world we live in now, Selena. I mean, it's a, it's a sea change. Yeah, and and I want to bring up how you closed the article that I read in the Washington Examiner by you, Selena, which is the fact that you started out the article talking about a plant in Cheswick uh, and yeah. its and its closing, and you know the the effect that that had on the community. And then you closed the article by saying that the same Democratic uh, elected representatives who would have in past decades been, you know, chaining themselves to the plant or certainly standing outside the plant as a closed, you know, vowing to the workers there that they would find some way to replace it are now today marching in the pride parade. So, I mean, they weren't, they weren't there. It made me really sad. There was no one there. And every top Democrat in the state was in Western Pennsylvania on that day. They were all there for Democratic meetings, and then they were all there to march in the Pride Parade. And and this is no knock on the Pride Parade. It What it is a knock on is their priority mm-hmm. in that 
you have to equally split yourself between both entities. And they didn't. Nobody showed up for those people. No one showed up for that for that community. No one was there to tell them where you know to, to give them hope. And that to me was the most damning thing that happened that day. Well, politics That's makes really interesting. It's really it's just hard to believe how much things have changed. Selena, thank you for joining us again today. Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you as well, Selena. Pleasure always, Selena Zito. I mean. Uh, it's, She's got, her, she's got her finger on the pulse of what's yeah, happening yeah, yeah. with the working class, Western Pennsylvania. The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition Reshaping, uh, reshaping American Politics. Selena Zito. The world is ever-changing. Fashion, automobiles, news, turn around and the world is always it's, different. Everything's changed. However, God never changes. God is eternal. Transient, yes, life is. But if you're thinking about embedding yourself in the eternal truth of God and you're a young, soon-to-be college student, I would say, look at Grove City College. It's hard to think through these things. You know, it's hard to think through the news today. It's hard to think through issues that affect people, you know, issues of truth and justice and all and what it means to follow Jesus and be an intellectual person in the world. Um, You need a guide. You need mentors. You need professors that care about you, um, who know you and who are willing to speak into your life if asked. And uh, on a college campus, sometimes that type of mentorship is a hard thing to find. I'm into that. So if you're thinking about applying to colleges in this new semester, your son, your daughter, you yourself, where do you end up? Where do you spend four years of hard-earned study? We'd say Grove City College, the eternal truth of Christ That is what's necessary for life to flourish. GCC.edu, Grove City College. It took a panicked run on a major bank to lead to the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history. And Moody's just downgraded the entire U.S. banking system from stable to negative. Just a reminder why many people diversify their portfolios with something tangible, something that doesn't need bailing out, something that can't vanish into thin air. Learn the truth in Swiss America's shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. This all-out war against cash is a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. You must read The Secret War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling or texting 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. This all-out war on cash, digital forms of currency, too, is growing daily. So please get and read The Secret War on Cash, free to Salem listeners by calling or texting now at 800-630-1495. Make sure you mention Salem when you call or text 800-630-1495. Terry Wardenis here from the Gateway Clipper. The best way to see Pittsburgh is aboard a narrated Three River sightseeing cruise. Join us for a one-hour tour and experience our city out on the water. Sales Wednesday through Sunday all summer. Visit gatewayclipper.com for tickets. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey.
Mainly cloudy skies for this evening, followed by clearing skies later tonight, below 52. Mostly sunny tomorrow, a beautiful morning, becoming breezy in the afternoon with a high of 77. A starry night tomorrow night with a low of 51. Sunny to partly cloudy Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 80. We'll start the week Monday with a mix of sun and clouds and a high of 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. follow a lot of people on Twitter, and I saw something very interesting. Uh, I don't know, I don't know who, how I found this, but anyway, uh, someone was tweeting about, uh, about Jeopardy, and she said this, not one contestant on Jeopardy last night knew the answer to this. Are we waking up yet? And so the clue is, Matthew, so there, there's three, what you would imagine, fairly smart people. They made it very to the Jeopardy Very smart people. Show, right? Are you kidding me? They're on Jeopardy. Right. So three people standing there with their buzzers in hand. Mm-hmm. Here's the clue. Matthew 6, 9 says, Our Father, which art in heaven, this be thy name. Don't tell me none of the three of them knew hallowed. No. <gasps> is that right? They stood there. Really? Motionless. Three, you would imagine, super bright people. They made it on Jeopardy. Matthew 6, 9 says, Our Father, which art in heaven, this be thy name. I mean, if that doesn't tell you about the end of... Well, it's not a... We've known it's not a Christian culture. But, but I, that... I, I am surprised that that, that, that isn't known. Passing, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm surprised it's not believed, but I am surprised it's not known. I mean, that's the most... You would think the most famous prayer in the world. Right? I mean, it has to be. And it's a prayer that is... Recited. It's recited. Yeah. It's not like it's a prayer that, you know, I don't know, St. Thomas of Aquinas prayed, which is beautiful, but nobody knows it. This is a prayer that's prayed. But if you didn't grow up in a Christian home, never attended service, didn't have any friends who were believers, and religion was something weird and unusual to you, you would probably not hear our Father ever or often enough to have that. Isn't that shocking? Wow. What does that say? Well, it's just it. You're right. That's a very good marker as to the fact that a lot of people have no church context, no connection. Yeah, no connection at all. I mean, so it's a perfect time to invite somebody to come to church. Yeah, it really is. It's a perfect time. We used to be so steeped in this that people would make biblical references and people would nod their head. Mm -hmm. Listen, maybe it's better that we're not. Maybe it's maybe it's better that instead of looking at church as a thing we do, the only people that are doing it are those who really believe it. Right. That it's not a cultural. Yeah, it's not a cultural thing at all. It comes from the heart. So in that respect, maybe this is ultimately going to be better for the church. But but geez, you have people you love, you have friends, family members. Ask them to come to church. Teach your kids they to might, pray. Yeah, they might be surprised at what they see there. I think that a lot of people would be surprised. My church is so awesome. Yep. I think a lot of people who aren't members of a church might go to a church and think, "Wow, I've been missing out." Now I, I think about this often. Like you know, I'm at worship, and you know, and I think. I wonder if X would come here and find this. Yeah, I wonder what they would think of this, or be part, or would they just flee because yeah. it's a because you know because church can be cringy. Oh, are you kidding? Right, it can oh, yeah. Be. So you have to walk into it with a certain sort of openness, especially if you're not raised in the faith. Right. 
But man, we certainly need it. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We're stepping away. When we come back, it's the Week in Review. What was everybody talking about? The conversations that made us think what we watched. What hacked you off, John? Hacking me off. It's next in the ride home. 101.5 WORD. Your station for unlimited grace with Brian Chappell. God is not done yet. Yes, it is certainly true that the evil may prosper, that evil may have its day, but God will have the final say. And God is not done yet. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell, tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Have you or your children ever faced hunger at a level where your life or theirs were at risk? Or have you ever been in a situation where you had little or no access to clean drinking water and no ability to get it? For most of us in the United States, we have never had to face that crisis. But for children in the countries of Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda, it's a battle they face every single day. Cross International is asking for your help to provide life-saving resources for children in these African countries and other nations where Cross International has partners and is working to solve this crisis and assist with COVID-19 efforts. A $62 one-time gift per child helps provide life-saving resources like food, water, COVID-19 assistance, Christian education, and a Bible. If you would like to give a life-saving gift for one or more children, you can get involved right now by calling one 866 2977. That's 1-866-806-2977. Or look for the Cross International banner at wordfm.com. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call Right now, and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? You know what everybody was talking about. Uh, talking about Trump yep. and the indictment and all yep. the, the hallabaloo around that. Yes. Holy moly. And the other thing people are talking about is the Tree of Life trial. Yes. And yeah, as well they should. What was a conversation that made you think? Monday, uh, four or 540. I picked the same one. Oh, Louis. Louis Giglio, yep. right? Um Seeing God as a Perfect Father. Yeah, that's his new book. It's really good. Yeah. The conversation was really good. I love Louis. 
Me too. Uh, if, I, your, your heart grieves for people who their entire lives had funky relationships with their with their dad. And it's a lot all of, over the place. It, I'm yeah, sure it's it probably half of our listening audience. I guess. Maybe you know. more. But doesn't don't let that allow that to get in the way of your relationship with God the Father. Yeah, and that's why this book is so good mm-hmm. and why I felt the conversation was so good. If you missed this uh, conversation we're talking about, which was Monday at 540, you can always find it and everything else you missed on our podcast, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. What are you reading? Uh, I am still in the early stages of my David McCullough tome. Oh, on Truman. Truman. Yeah. Really? Okay. I mean, I'm telling you, it's massive. It's enormous. And... And this is bad. For, I, I used to be able to, you know, like sit and read for like two hours at a stretch. Something's happened to me now. Yeah, it's called your phone and the internet. I, I sit there and I've got a good 10 minutes into it, 15 minutes. I'll either fall asleep or get distracted and pick up my phone. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Yeah, well, you've, we've rewired our brains. I hate it. I hate yeah. it so much. Anyway, yeah. it's a wonderful book. It is. And I'm so early, early, early in the story. You'll love it. Once a, you get going in it, you'll love it. Trump. Uh, tr- no, Truman. Truman. <laughs> he has David a written, he's not going to, he didn't write Trump. David um, is no longer with us. Listen, I'm reading a book. I cannot express how great this book is. Really? I'm, I'm like, it's called Morning and Evening Prayers by our friend, uh, Neil Plantinga. Oh yeah, of course. Listen, I love it. Mm. I, it is so thoughtful. It's just a morning and evening prayer, mm-hmm. and I don't know how many of them there are because I'm only you know half of the way through it. Deep dive. It's such a deep dive. Yeah, he's such a beautiful. It's uh, if you're looking for a great gift for somebody, if you need something to kind of jar your prayer life, kind of give you something else to think about, you got to check this out. Morning and evening prayers by Cornelius Planting. He's scheduled to be with us next week. Is he? Yeah. I can't wait to tell him I got the book. What did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have nostalgia meals? Yeah, pierogies are a nostalgia meal. Yeah, right, meal, nostalgia for sure. meals. Yeah. So uh, this week, um, my wife was elsewhere, and I said to my one kid, I said, you want to do some Chinese takeout? My nostalgia meal for Chinese takeout. Wait, is, um, is something that uh, th- we used to buy in the, in the can, the Chinese thing, right? Am I right? Why can't I think of what it's called? It's Egg foo young. No, it's lo mein. Lo, oh, it's lo mein. Mm-hmm. It, I thought it was going to be, you know, uh, Szechuan Swing, chicken. American. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, my order is like, and I do this occasionally, which I love. When I lived in New York City, there was a little Chinese takeout right down the street from my, you get off the subway and there, and I would get uh, lo mein, depending upon how much money I had in my account, which is never a whole lot. But now, now that I'm living large, I'll do house lo mein, which is pork, shrimp, and beef in lo mein. And an egg roll, mm. which to me, I'm like, oh, that's like a feast. And it's not Latroy. No. And I love it. That's what I had this okay. week. And I was like, oh, I really, really enjoyed that. All right. Now, much to my wife's grin, because she's an excellent cook. And, you know, there's many other things she made me this week, but I went for the lo mein. Okay. Well, that's fine. Mm. Well, you? I, I ate a Chick-fil-A. Oh. Now, I haven't eaten a Chick-fil-A since oh. last summer. Uh-huh. So it's been about a year. I had the Cobb salad. Oh, that's and good. This is not an advertisement for Chick Fil A, but I'm just here to tell you that mm-hmm. it was delicious, yeah. and I was very, very happy to have it. What predicated that? Uh, I we finished work. It was one of the days that we were fundraising and yeah. working from home, and I came downstairs and I was like, "You guys, I got nothing." Uh huh. Let's go. That's what we did. That's nice. What did you watch? I um, 
a couple of years ago, remember, I had uh, shoulder replacement surgery. And so my sleeping schedule was really weird. So I would wake up every morning at 5.30 and watch the Tour de France live, which I watched off and on, you know, throughout my life. But I watched every 21 stages of the Tour de France, which I absolutely love and would highly recommend. Because even if you don't know, know anything about baseball or baseball, about bicycle, the, the beauty of the oh, where countryside, oh my, the churches, the crowds. Anyway, Netflix has a new series called Tour de France Unchained. It's a documentary. It's only eight episodes. It's great. It's, uh, I love it so much. And it's all these stories about these particular riders, the tour coaches. The, I love it so much. If you have any interest at all, even if you don't, in bicycle hmm. racing, Tour de France Unchained on Netflix. I started to watch something that is streaming, but you have to pay for it mm. on uh, Amazon. You mm. can also pay for it on YouTube or Apple or wherever you want to pay for it. But it's uh, Counterpart, which is a series starring J.K. Simmons. Oh, I love him. Who I love. And the only reason I paid for it is because of how great he is. Really? But it's a sci-fi thing. And I didn't realize it was a sci-fi thing until I was halfway into it. He, I just have to, he is a spectacular actor. He sure is. I mean, I, I, anyway. My wife did shows with him. With with JK? Yeah, at Goodspeed Opera House. No way. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. she say he was a nice guy? She loved him. He's just, yeah. he's so he, gifted. He was a great guy. Anyway, Counterpart, I'm only one episode in. Counterpart. Holy really? heck. Wow. How many episodes? Uh, I think there's eight. Man, right. it is really good. What hacked you off? What hacks me off is what I'm going to touch on now. I've been sick for weeks, three weeks. And around that, how many people do you know who've passed away recently? I Sickness and death hack mm. me off. We all have a short shelf life, do we not? Yep. There's a brief expiration date on us, and it's coming. And I think the world is so incredibly beautiful. Mm-hmm. We're here for such a short amount of time. It just makes me crazy. What do you got? Well, that's really existential. It's going to make mine sound like Sorry. really argumentative. But I'm just... I think I said this last week. I am so completely over public figures who point the finger when someone in the other party has done something, right? And when it's someone in their party, it's no big deal. Right. I mean, it's like the it's like what you teach a second grader about hypocrisy or about standards or about morality or whatever it is you're teaching a second grader. These are full grown men and women who are paid to be leaders in our republic and they can't see one thing wrong with their own guy, but they are so eager to point out the speck in their – it's just – it's and what's happened is it has created so, so much incredible angst because people are unable to actually say I'm wrong or we're wrong or I'm sorry or whatever. Look, I'm not trying to be Pollyanna about it, but if you look at Washington, D.C., there is nothing there but gridlock. Because people are ignoring the elemental teachings of Christianity, which are you better apologize, acknowledge your own sin, ask for forgiveness, and move on. Won't happen. And if that's not happening, then we're just going to get more gridlock of what we already have. Graft, corruption. I mean, and so tri- the rise of tribalism oh is off the gosh. chain. Oh, my gosh. So that, that party's horrible, mm-hmm. but something about mine is great? Come on. 
What was the best news you heard this week? So my wife went to Guatemala with her, our church on a mission trip. She had herself an incredible time. And you know what? Um, I, I don't want people to go on poverty tourism no. trips. No. But, but if your church would go and be part of a mission that helps people, it changes be, your life. Go be a part of that and help people. It changes your life. You will not look at your place in this world, in this country, in the nope. same way ever again. So that was a great news. The, the story she came back and told how her heart was so deeply inf- affected by this and her faith was changed as well just by seeing how the other half lives in a way. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to be able yeah. to travel. It really is. Um, the best news I heard this week is that I just feel like I belong to a great church. Mm. Um, there are just some people suffering in our church with several different things. And just to see how other people come around them and do just very basic things for each other. I I don't know. I just stepped back last night when I was thinking about this and I thought, you know, that's a really beautiful thing. I'm so used to it because that's what the church does that I often don't appreciate it. So today I wanted to. That's good. What have you been listening to? Well, I've been, you know, sort of tripping the light fantastic with Father's Day songs here. I love this. This is Keith Urban. Check this out. Lately I've been noticing I say the same things he used to say And I even find myself acting the very same way Mm. I tap my fingers on the table to the rhythm in my soul And I jingle the car keys when I'm ready to go When I look in the mirror he's right there in my eyes Staring back at me and I realize the older grateful for that. I mean, it's shocking to me that I do look in the mirror and go, <laughs> I laugh out loud. Why? Well, haven't you remind yourself of your dad? I, I am my dad. I mean, seriously, I, I just, I, there he is. It's really crazy. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, I've been listening to this. I know it's garden. There was nothing else I could do. And I forget about you long enough to forget who I So Taylor will probably be doing that in a couple hours right here in Pittsburgh. It's so cool. So wonderful. 
Oh, my papa, to me you are so good. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. I'm a little biased, but I think we five minor kids got the best dad around. Let's celebrate those special men in our lives with a Springhouse Father's Day steak fry and chicken barbecue. My brother Sam and his boys will crank up the barbecue pit outside and grill the chicken quarters and the New York strip steaks with our special Father's Day marinade. Come hungry for all the fixins to go with your steak or chicken hot off the pit. Top off the meal with a brownie or blondie, something to suit every dad's taste, or any of our other sweet creations. Of course, every dad is treated to a Springhouse ice cream cone, and we'll have live music all day, too. Visit the calves out in the play area and plan to have a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339, or springhousemarket.com. Attention taxpayers. If you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-419-0017. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-419-0017. 800-419-0017. That's 800-419-0017. Hi, Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Step up your grilling game with our Solaire Portable Infrared Grills. Our compact everywhere is a favorite of RVers and trailer pullers. Solaire Infrared provides the quick sear for bar marks and texture needed to properly finish sous vide. Use a portable alongside your larger conventional grill to create an instant sear zone and more juicy and flavorful food. Learn more at BestHotGrill.com. Affordable, powerful, portable infrared grills at BestHotGrill.com. Small business owners, we know finishing your to-do list can feel like climbing a mountain, but that mountain is also covered in banana peels. Then, when something new gets added to your list, you're like, nope, I'm already climbing this huge, super slippery banana peel mountain of a to-do list. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy to manage your policy on our mobile app, so climbing that banana peel mountain feels more like a leisurely stroll. See if you can save on commercial auto insurance in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. My parents met at the H.J. Heinz factory in Pittsburgh. That is as yinzer as you can I love get. it so much. That is as yinzer as Long you can Long gone, sadly. I mean, I am telling you. Um, you want to live there? There's I thought about it. I did cool? think about it. But then I thought it was kind of sad. I can't tell you what a presence that was in my family I'm growing sure. up. Just that those buildings were so I'd incredible. Like to see them, I know. I would like to see. Yeah. They're expensive. I'm sure they I are. I bet they're really nice. Anyway, um, I saw this in uh, foodandwine.com that Heinz has created a special thing for the summer um, that is state specific 50 collectible sauce packets. 
one for each state. What? Yes, exactly. Um, so dubbed Sauce America, the packets are featuring designs, and they pair with the most iconic dishes from each of the 50 states, like tartar sauce with Maryland crab cakes, oh. yellow mustard with an Illinois Chicago dog. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so from this month through the end of August, Heinz is going to be distributing a mix of these special little packets yeah. all over the country in restaurants, movie theaters, stadiums, wherever you'd find condiments to go with each state's packaging uh will be unique you know so each one is going to look different ohio is going to look different than pennsylvania than florida etc cetera, etc cetera. the sauce inside is going to be one of seven products you already know so it's not 50 sauces right so it's ketchup yellow sauces. mustard mayo ranch barbecue tartar or simply ketchup okay. yeah um and if you do like to Take packets and stuff them in your pockets or put them in your glove compartment or mm-hmm. wherever. Mm-hmm. Heinz is officially rewarding you with a chance to win $500,000 in prizes and cash. You can check all that out on the website for Sauce America. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I can't find any information. And perhaps they're only revealing one um, at a time. But I have not been able to find what Pennsylvania is. So what do you think? Ketchup. Okay, but... It has. It's supposed to be on a particular thing, like mustard on a Chicago hot dog. Right. Or I, I'm not sure what it would be for Pennsylvania. For me, it would be Heinz ketchup on O-Fries. Oh, that would be delicious. Listen, I, I remember being, you know, years ago traveling. I was, I was in Portugal, and I was around a table with a bunch of guys, and I said, I'm from Pittsburgh. And they were like, what, what's, where's Pittsburgh? And I picked up a bottle of Heinz ketchup, and, and I pointed to the bottom. It said, Pittsburgh, PA. I said, this is me. In Portugal. How, that's really interesting. This is me. Yeah. It's me. Okay. What about if we think about the state, not just Pittsburgh? I think of Lancaster County, you know, out in that area. Yeah. Pretzels are a big deal. Sure. So maybe it would be mustard on pretzels? I mean, we're the birthplace of Heinz. So it'd and, have to be ketchup. It'd have to be. Right, that's in our DNA. That's the blood that courses through our bodies is Heinz ketchup. If you're a Yinzer from way back, or you could do ketchup on Permanis fries. Fine, Permanis fries. How are they? I can't say I have a you know specific. Well, memory. they're fine. I mean, they're you they're eat fine. them on the sandwich, so yeah. oh, right. you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I know. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, I love it. I love it so much. All right, all 50. Anyway, something to keep your eye out for. So I wonder if you could get all 50. Can you buy like a, you know, like a gift pack of all 50 at one time? I don't cool. know. I mean, they have a big poster that they have out called the United States of Sauce America. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right. we'll see what happens. All right, things to do More in to Pittsburgh come. this weekend, mm-hmm. out and about. Of course, uh, the aforementioned uh, Taylor Swift's uh, tickets, right? Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh's CLO kicks off this summer, this weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. With Anything Goes. That's a fun show. That's a great show. I wonder how you produce a series, you know, a summer show, a season with the politics we're living in now. I mean, everything's been changed. Everything's been Everything's altered, a landmine. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Cole Porter. Um, I look forward to it. Uh, they're two changing hours, 20 minutes. Roald Dahl books. We, we, what yeah. do you think they're doing to, you Anything know, goes. Exactly, what to the, the American theater. Okay. Prime Stage, which I love. They're at the uh, old North, uh, old um, public theater on the oh, north okay. side. They're doing the Boxcar Children. You ever seen this? Oh, my gosh. Listen, yeah. I didn't know that was a play. But yeah, th- Those books are fabulous. Four orphaned, or- brave, and adventurous kids who are running away from their grandfather, who they believe is cruel. Uh, production based on the Boxcar Children series. It's such a fun. Oh, that would be a yep. great thing. 
previews see. tonight uh, at 7 o'clock. Pay what you can. Opening night is tomorrow night. There's also a performance on Sunday as well. Uh, open Stage does a really good job. Prime Stage does a really good job. Uh, they're family-friendly theater mm-hmm. and not too expensive. Uh, Juneteenth celebration, Friday through Monday at Point State Park and Market Square downtown. Hours, hours are 11 o'clock to 9 o'clock. Okay. And what else is happening here? Um, oh, a jam on Walnut Street. Uh, back to the 70s and 80s. Disco, funk, and dance bands perform songs by ABBA, Donna Summer, and Michael Jackson. Hosted by Think Shadyside. Uh, in the Pittsburgh Zoo and Aquarium, offering free admissions to fathers who attend with their kids on Sunday. That's nice. Well, that'd be a fun thing to do. Sure. You don't have plans with your father of choice. Go to the Either zoo. Either your dad or yeah. the dad of your kids, then go to the zoo. Yep. Hey, thanks for being with us. Yeah. Happy Always to have a great you along pleasure. today. Truly it is. Hope you have a great weekend and you're at uh, church on Sunday and especially with your dad if he's still there. Mm-hmm. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. See you right back here on Monday. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Jerry Boyer for townhall.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.